Hey friend, welcome to the Paloma Grace podcast. My name is Anna Grace. I'm Evie. And I'm Sophia. We are so glad you're here. Our mission is to support, encourage, and challenge young Catholic women on their journey toward heaven. We pray this podcast above all else invites you to radically claim your beloved identity in Jesus Christ, the seed for living our one in eternity life. Here's to telling our stories. Welcome home. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Anna Grace. Welcome to the Paloma Grace podcast. We are so excited that you guys are here today. I have Evie and Sophia with me. And man, we just can't wait to introduce ourselves to you to talk about our first topic today, which is passions, things that we are passionate about and how we can derive our our holy purpose from those things that the Lord places upon our heart um, that kind of wells up this big longing for both him and, and to serve others. Um, before we get started today and introduce more about who we are as a ministry at Paloma Grace and what we hope for this podcast, um, I'd love for us each to just get a chance to go ahead and introduce ourselves um, and so you can get to know a little bit more about us because we all definitely are in different seasons of life. Um, so Evie, can you go ahead and get started and just introduce us and tell us who you are, where you're from, what you love about life um, and anything else that you would want to share? Of course. Um, My name is Evie. I am 21 years old. I'm from Wyzetta, Minnesota, Um, and I am currently a college student. I'm a senior, which is crazy, Um, and in um, South Bend, Indiana, Um, and I am studying. It's called the Program of Liberal Studies, um, but it's like a great books program. So we do lots of reading and writing and discussion of all the great books, um, which has just been such an amazing experience. And I wouldn't change my major for the world. It's been so much fun. Um, but I'm really excited because after graduation, um, I'll be coming back to Notre Dame for a master's in education while I teach um, English to either middle or high school students. Not sure yet. We will find Mm -hmm. out soon. But um, in underprivileged Catholic schools somewhere in the U.S. Um, So I'm just so excited to do that. And English and reading and writing and um, discussion of great texts is really something that I'm passionate about. So I'm excited to share that with students. Other than that, what I love to do, ways to spend my time, I love to sing. I love, I've always loved dancing. um, And I've really, I love performing. Um, Growing up, I was always trying to do whatever performance I could. It was like theater, musicals, like um, talent shows, anything I could get my hands on. I just loved to perform and, um, and sing and play guitar, lots of stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm really passionate about, um, and we'll get into the more of this stuff later too. Um, but just like, um, I live with, um, in a women's dorm and so, um, community among women and really fostering relationships with women where we can, um, just build each other up and, um, help each other through those rough days and celebrate each other's victories. And uh, that's what I really love about my life right now is that I get to live with all these incredible women. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Sophia, do you want to introduce yourself? 
Hello, hello. My name is Sophia. Um, I'm currently 18 years old. I'm a freshman in college at Belmont Abbey College. Go Crusaders. It's a tiny little Catholic college in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm in this really cool season of life where I don't really know where God needs me to be. <laughs> and I have this vague idea, but it's also this really cool trust exercise every single day as I wake up. And my prayer has been, Lord, like the people that you need me to be around and the people that you need me to talk to, you're going to lead me to. And I just need to trust in that. And it's all going to click together. Uh, currently, I play soccer um, at my school. I'm a double major in business management and psychology. Um, that being said, my main passion guiding me through this podcast and this like incredible opportunity that really just like fell into my lap was just my love for people. Like I love people. And a little bit about me, when I was a little kid, I would, after school, like I would ride home with my mom. We would go probably run errands, go to the library, whatever. And I was in a space for like three years of my life. I didn't know I was going to come back um, where we would go to a drive-thru and I would just roll down the window and be like, hey, can I tell you about my best friend, Jesus Christ? <laughs> and they'd be like, no, like what? Like it was, and then sometimes they'd be like, yeah, but then I would never have a follow-up answer. Like I didn't know what to say. But like that boldness that I would have as this like innocent little third grader I didn't know that was like just a key like part of my heart and I it took a lot of growing and a lot of wounds and scars to realize that like that's who I am like I'm always going to be that bold little kid who wants to talk about Jesus and through college and being a first year student in college you really have the freedom to like learn who you are and grow and I just learned I'm always gonna be that kid and I love people um and kind of like Evie was saying like I'm in this really cool season too or constantly with people and it's such a joy because I constantly get to walk alongside people um and I feel like on my team and just in my community I've become like this safe space for people and I love it because I love just learning about the human heart, hence my psychology major. <laughs> and I just love learning about how people tick and like how they grew up to be who they are. Um, and what's really guided me is this quote by JP2. I really wanted to include this because it's just a huge part of my reconversion. Um, and it goes, the human being is single, unique and unrepeatable someone thought of and chosen from eternity someone called and identified by name oh holy cow mm -hmm. that's really just been guiding my life right now because a lot of times i don't know what i'm doing but i know that there's a reason god woke me up this morning mm -hmm. i need to serve i need to be there for him and keep running the race um, but i think it's a really cool and unique season of life that's so temporary and so fleeting mm -hmm. and I want women who listen to this to just know mm. that like one college is beautiful mm. and to just like live every single second out to the fullest, even though it can be hard and tempting to think about like the future and what we want to do. You just got to take hold of the moment because mm. God's got it all figured out. I don't got to worry about it, but mm -hmm. that's a little bit about me and how I came to be involved with Paloma Grace, but
I love that. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing, Sophia. When you um, were talking about that JP2 quote, it reminded me um, of just something that the Lord's been illuminating in prayer, really stringing together throughout the past couple months of the the radical transformation that happens when we recognize that one, we're chosen, which is a huge part of this ministry, which we'll talk about, um, and that we're one, not only in this life, but in eternity, that there never has been another one of us. There is not another one of us. There never will be another one of us. Um, and how that isn't meant to induce pressure, but rather actually this incredible rest that the Lord would look at this world and say like, okay, no, like no longer is this world going to go out without Evie. No longer is this world going to go without Sophia because, um, it, it kind of like, as I was praying last night, as we were getting ready to record this first podcast, the Lord just put on my heart, like it's these passions from which you can derive your purpose. Like we all have our universal call mm-hmm. to holiness, but two, like, our very unique expression of our vocation to holiness comes from the things that we just get so fired up about. Like the Lord wants us to be able to live in the freedom and joy of all of those things that light up our hearts. Um, and to, to like let, and this will be kind of more of a guiding quote for our podcast. In addition to what JP two had said, um, as Sophia shared, um, is from a man named Frederick Buchner. And he says, the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. And in kind of introducing even a little bit about myself, um, I mean, that's where this, this podcast was conceived, so to say, of this, this huge passion of mine, similar to both of you, um, of just wanting to accompany one another in as best of a way as we can, both us three, as well as anybody who the Lord brings this, this ministry to, um, to encourage by our own um, conversation and honesty and vulnerability again, what happens when we claim our belovedness, this, this idea that God has chosen us that can really set us us on fire. And because I think as women, sometimes we are so, we have this like beautiful quality of receptivity where we can be a refuge and a sanctuary for others. I mean, I know that both of you have already been that for me and what I've noticed in my life and in, in women, who I've walked alongside too, is that we are so quick to do that for others, but yet we don't often like allow others to receive us and or the Lord to receive us. And so then the well can run dry because we're not filling our souls up first with the love and the mercy of God to then overflow for one another. And so, I mean, our hope really with this podcast even is like to foster a community of women who are just running back into the arms of the father, running back home to heaven with full knowledge of who they are like the if as much as we can on this side of heaven at least like understand what encompasses the title of the beloved which we are as his as his daughters as his princesses as the church um in order to then take you know that next step of being able to to disciple and to share the gospel um, I love that story of you, Sophia, when you were younger. It, <laughs> one, I feel like I'm not surprised because you just have such a vibrant soul. And two, it made me laugh because I think I was the opposite child. I don't think I ever spoke to a stranger until I was like 10 years old because I was so shy as a kid. Um, last thing, just to kind of introduce... A- <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. There's good, good and bad things, both sides. I'm sure I have funny stories I could share about, you know, when I should have responded to people and <laughs> I didn't. They probably were very confused. Um, just to, to kind of wrap up a little bit more of an introduction. So my name's Anna Grace. I'm the founder of Paloma Grace Ministries. And this ministry was founded out of the Given Institute in 2019, which occurs in Washington, D.C. every summer. It's a, a forum for young Catholic women between the ages of 21 and 30 to really, um, as they say, like recognize the gift that only we can give, almost like a foreshadowing of what I hope that this ministry would be too. I work full-time as a Spanish and religion teacher at an all-boys Catholic high school in Los Angeles, and I love what I do. I've been residing in Minnesota, though, where I grew up um, for pretty much past year due to the pandemic, but I found out that I'll be returning to California in about two weeks. So that'll be where I, I am coming to you from, from the, the future going. Um, but I, I love people just as Evie and, and Sophia said, and, and I love conversations. I love writing. It's, I mean, even as I was trying to really think about like, what are my deepest passions? I love writing. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to see some things that we all do throughout this ministry that even encompasses some of those passions. Um, Evie, I wanted to ask you, where have you seen like the Lord derive purpose from the passions in your life? Some of the roles maybe that you're playing in life right now, or even um, some of the dreams that you have for, um, for your life? Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's just so much good already that's been said, guys. Oh, wow. Um, I've just been sitting back and just like soaking all this in and really like hearing the ways that you guys are speaking um, just about the Lord and about your own belovedness. And it's really, really inspiring me. Um, even if we, I mean, who knows how many people this podcast will reach, but like it's already ministering to my heart. Um, so I'm just so thankful to be a part of this. Um, but wow, it's, I wonder too, like all of the ways that I'll look back and say like, oh, this sort of movement during my senior year, this, um, this text from Anna about doing the podcast or, um, this conversation that I had with a friend about, um, our future roles as teachers in the next couple of years, um, the ways that I'll look back and just like see the movements of the Lord and, and his hand playing a role in it. And I think that a lot of times in the moment, and I think Sophia, you were mentioning this too, about like the wounds that we have and the ways that um, they can sort of drive like an insecurity um, in a way that like keeps us from being bold. And I think also keeps us from seeing the ways that the Lord is working in our lives right now. Um, and so one of my favorite things to do is um, to keep a prayer journal. And I love, love, love to look back a couple years ago and see the prayers that I was praying and the ways that the Lord just provided um, and the ways that he answered prayers um, that I'm like, maybe I didn't even notice. <laughs> um, and so I think that that's like, really um sustaining me in this season right now where I don't really know what's next um I'll find out what city I'm going to um in a couple of weeks and that city is where I'll be spending my next two years um and it seems like 
my family members are just moving all across the country and I don't know what's next for me or for my family or for my friends. Um, but I really am just trying to lean on the Lord right now and know that he's provided in so many beautiful ways um, my whole life. And I can see that um, through just like the beautiful community that I've found here at Notre Dame and um, all the ways that he just continues to um, to romance my heart. And I, I, that's a term that I've like, I've struggled with sometimes because I'm like, okay, what does it mean to have like an intimate relationship with the Lord where he's like romancing me? And the other day, Anna, you were like, oh, Jesus is such a flirt. Like he can flirt with us and um, just like give us little gifts throughout the day. And you can just um, like know that he's there and that he's with us. He wants to spend his time with us. He's a jealous God. Um, but I think that's something that I'm still coming to terms with. And so that's been something that's in my prayer um, or like, really present in my prayer life right now um, is understanding that I have this um, or that the Lord desires this intimate relationship with me um, in a way that's unique to me. And he doesn't just want um, the heart of the girl next to me or um, the heart of the women that um, we get to serve. Like he wants my heart too. Um, in all of its intricate um, personality and in all of its wounds and brokenness, like he wants my heart um, and he wants to fill it and make it whole. Um, and so that's just been really like the ways that the Lord has been speaking to me right now. And um, I know that like, no matter what I'm doing in my life, like through ministry and through teaching um, that ultimately like, He's going to continue to romance my heart. And I hope that that belovedness is something that I can speak, um, sort of like sing over the people that I'm with, whether that's other teachers, whether that's students, whether that's um, the women in my residence hall. Um, and so I think that that's a shared mission of all of ours, really, to just speak our belovedness over each other. Evie, that was so beautiful, not only because of what you were saying, but also because, like, it's just such a God wink how perfectly that tied into when Anna asked you the question, I was like, what am I going to say? And I was like, okay, perfect. It's like, <laughs> you just led so perfectly into what I was going to say, but like, oh, perfect. it's just so true. Like, God is such a flirt, you know? And I think that's, the key like that's what a lot of people are missing because like growing up I went to Catholic school like my entire life I mean I'm still in a Catholic college love Catholic school but like <laughs> I learned so much like I learned like every Bible story there is to know and all the mysteries of the rosary and like all of those really cool things but what we were missing and a lot of like the people I graduated with was when we got to high school we knew all these things, but there was no intimate connection there. We didn't know why we were doing it. So it was like, okay, I know the fruits of the spirit, but like nobody else wants to know that. So I just tucked that away and I didn't know what to do with it until literally I had this reconversion moment where the Lord reached his hand down and picked me up. And he was like, no, I have a greater purpose for you. 
and he's such a romantic like the way that he pursued my heart even I think I've pursued him in my life like trying to get to know him but like he's been pursuing me and Evie and Anna like even more so and I just think that's a beautiful thing that like right now in my season of my in my life like there's a lot of confusion and I don't know if y'all have heard of this the Enneagram personality test (laughs) yes yeah so I am just the epitome of a type three like I (laughs) need to like I have to be doing something like which can get toxic but like I have to be doing something at every single second of the day like my in a lot of ways like I value or I measure my work based on how much I get done in a day or like what I do in that day and so and I'm like ADD too so I'm just like (laughs) bouncing off the walls so when I first got to college my the temptation was to like okay I need to do this I need to do this I need to do this I gotta keep going I gotta figure out my plan and like the Lord was like no even before Mm -hmm. college with the quarantine he was like stop and rest because like you don't need to prove anything to me like you are my daughter no matter like Mm -hmm. how much you get done and throughout all of just the hectic craziness and the beauty of college the number one way I've been able to see Jesus is through other people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I remember my prayer leading up to college was like Lord like help people see you through me like help Mm -hmm. people know you through my example but then I got to college and I was like no Lord like help me see you through other people. Like Mm. I, like that's the number one way to see Jesus is like, look for him in the heart of everybody else. Like everyone was created in his image and likeness, you know, like everyone is on the same journey of coming home to him and resting in him. And like, that's just so beautiful and just crazy wild to me. And ever since then, it was like game changer. And like these people that are in our lives that sometimes can irk us or rub us the wrong way it's like no that's Jesus and it's like what are they revealing to me that I need to perfect in myself because some people can be like sandpaper Mm. you know on our hearts and that's okay some people gotta do it and Mm. but it's so tempting to be like why are you acting like that but that's what he's trying to work on me you know and I remember having this one really cool moment I was walking through the cafeteria and I was having like a rough day at an exam or something and there was this old man who I've never seen before. And he was just sitting there and he was like, hey, hey, you. And I was like, yeah, yeah hello. And he was like, you just have a beautiful day. And I was like, that is God right there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something just really key that all three of us can take into our lives and all the listeners can take into our lives is that mm-hmm. if we begin to look for God and look mm-hmm. for the ways that he's just planted people in our day and like intricately like lifted down his hand and moved people into our day like that's such a game changer Mm -hmm. that even just an old man in the cafeteria that he can reveal Christ just as much as sitting down and reading the scripture can like come on Mm -hmm. that's that's so awesome (laughs) oh my goodness absolutely I could not agree with you more I love to what both of you said because I think that it like it gets into that romantic side of the Lord as well as seeing that like, okay, when that like flame seems not to be present, like we can act as burning coals for one another. Um, and I love that, that imagery for sisterhood because if you ever start up a barbecue, like 
if you had one coal in the charcoal pit, like it would never keep burning. Yet, if you have even just two, they continue to feed off of one another. And I think, and I pray that this podcast can be that for us three, that it can be for anybody who listens to it. Um, so that as we run alongside one another back home to heaven, um, our company with one another can start to encourage um, and, and inflame like that awareness of how much the Lord does love us, like of being able to notice just like his flirtiness or even his daringness. And even as we talk about passions, like passion means to suffer. Like when we have these things that we love so much, it also means that like, okay, like I'm willing to go through the tough parts of life. And because I know that one, I'm never alone. And that two, like the Lord in his passion for me literally loved me to death so that I could know just how much I'm worth. And wow, I'm, I'm so excited. I am so encouraged. I cannot wait. Seriously, as I'm sitting here, I just, I have this big smile. I hope you can hear it through my voice. And because we can't wait for all that the Lord has intended for this that we don't even know. And we're grateful for what he's going to do in all of our hearts. At the end of each podcast episode, we have a desire just to share with you, our listeners, um, our one flame for the week, the thing that kind of lights up this fire in our belly for the Lord, um, as well as, again, kind of like what keeps us burning for for the gospel of grace. And, and so, Sophie, I don't know if you want to go first, um, but if you have your one flame for the week, go ahead, and then we'll wrap up our episode. I guess so. I've actually been waiting to tell you guys about this because I was on FaceTime with Anna and Evie when this was about to happen and I was literally a mess like I was like pray for me like I don't know what to do and so I mentioned before that I'm playing soccer at my college and we have a pretty big team about like 45 yeah 40 45 girls in total and it's definitely um my Calcutta um that mm-hmm. God is calling me to because it, a lot of times it feels like I'm that weird Catholic girl because I am that weird Catholic girl but <laughs> um <laughs> but that's okay and I just kind of had this like nudge on my heart that I was like we need to do more team bonding um and I was like what if we did a bible study I was talking to some of the seniors on the team and they're like great idea lead it I was like, no, but okay. And I don't know. I like sent out like a message and we kind of like found a place. We found a time, but like everyone I was texting was like, oh, I can't make it. I can't make it. And I was like, great. Like, this is just going to be a failure. I was just freaking out. And I ended up after getting off FaceTime with these two girls, I walked down to the place and I was on the phone with my mom too. She was hyping me up. And I like sat down and I was like, all right, Lord, even if one person shows up, like even if one person shows up, it's okay. And there was actually a group of like 10, 12 people mm-hmm. that showed up, which for like my team is huge. And yeah. um, and it was like, it was like the starting lineup too of like our first team. And they were all, I was like, my jaw like dropped to the floor and we were having like a good talk. And then we ended up going around and just talking about burdens on our hearts Mm. and these girls were able to like I was just in awe of like how they opened up to me and how they opened up to each other and just fostered this like community that we can like build off of on but like 
they all just got so vulnerable and I was I was literally sitting there crying and they're like are you okay and I was like you don't understand like this is so beautiful to me like you don't understand how lucky you are like this is so cool mm-hmm. and it was so funny because I was worried about it for so long and I don't understand why I was worried because that was where God needed me to be and where God needs us to be like he's going to provide like if he puts those mm-hmm. nudges on your heart like there's a reason and I never want to like look back and be like oh I passed that one up you know and I'm sure there's gonna be like a lot of growth but um I really wanted to share that with y'all because mm-hmm. you guys knew how like freaked, freaked out I was about it um and it ended up just going so perfectly so that's definitely my claim <laughs> Evie you want to talk about yours yeah um but first, Sophia, that is amazing. Like, I am so excited. When you said 10 to 12, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just amazing. And ugh, those girls are really lucky to have you leading their Bible study. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, my flame um, is a little bit um, silly, but I <laughs> um was in quarantine for 10 days. I was um, like in isolation um, in a hotel room all by myself. And I was just really craving uh, the sunshine and human contact, like a big hug. Um, and I finally got out of quarantine on Thursday. And my one of my best friends here at Notre Dame, she came and picked me up and she said, I'm running by to get you some coffee. Um, we're going to make this a great day. And she picked me up right in the morning and it was just such a beautiful day outside. The sky was so blue, which is something we normally don't get in South Bend in February. <laughs> um, and there was so much sunshine and I just went on a nice long walk and um, I just felt really restored. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was so beautiful. And it was another way that it was like, God is romancing my heart, mm-hmm. um, providing just this beautiful day and the opportunity to feel the wind on my face, which I was craving for so long, um, or what felt like a really long time mm-hmm. um, in there for quarantine and stuff. So I was just really thankful for that. Um, and it really fired me up this week. I was kind of on cloud nine going into this <laughs> weekend. Um, but Anna, do you want to share your flame? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys both for sharing. My, my cheeks physically hurt from smiling so much <laughs> these past few minutes. Um, my, even as you guys were talking, the Lord just kept on actually even magnifying the flame that I wanted to share in that these past couple weeks, or pardon me, in this past week, I've had three different conversations with with beautiful friends of mine that have really encouraged me. One was a friend from high school. Another one is a friend from college. The other one was a friend that I just met this past year. And it was so, I don't know, just uplifting to recognize that when we slow down enough to have those really intentional conversations with the people that the Lord has placed in our lives, similar even to what you both have said, like with the Bible study or with a friend who picks you up from a hotel and by being fully present in those, like he brings to us even what we don't always recognize that we need. After each one of those conversations that I had, I just couldn't believe how I received from him through those women 
exactly what my heart was yearning for that that reminder of truth that encouragement that company even that kind of walking through the difficult muddy waters of life and and so just an encouragement to to everybody hopefully that this podcast through our conversations in our in our company with one another that it encourages you and to to go reach out to a sister to go spend time with that sister even that you're already super close to and and revel in the way in which the Holy Spirit dwells in each one of you and, and how that again creates this this flame between you between one another as well as this this analogy of burning coals to keep running the race so that we can have a well full of grace to to then allow our passions to overflow and serve this world. I am so grateful for you, Evie and Sophia. I am so grateful for everybody who listened to this first episode and and man, we cannot wait to to see you guys next time. My friends, be who God created you to be, and you will set the world on fire. Thank you guys for listening. Hey friend, Anna Grace here. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Paloma Grace podcast. If you did, feel free to send it to a family member or a friend, someone who could be encouraged by it. If you have any questions or suggestions for future episode topics, feel free to head to palomagrace.net. You can learn more about our story also on palomagrace.net or follow us at Paloma Grace Ministries on Instagram. We are praying for you until we see you next time and God bless you.